Hey, check one, check two, check one, check two. It's G from the Academy. How's it going out there in the real world? In the real world where a lot of reality has been inverted, right? <laughs> You see it. Up is down, right is wrong. <laughs> Anything goes, everything goes. And then it really goes. If you have a society where everything is possible and there are no limitations, I talk about a society, not, not, not an individual person and mindset. If you have a society with no limitation on that society, I don't mean enforced strong limitation. I mean the kind of limits that allow people to act and interact freely. Well, how can limits and freedom coexist? Well, that's part of the human condition. Yeah. It's part of the holistic principle where it's only good until it's not good anymore. Violence is bad. Brutality is bad. Yeah, until you have to defend yourself. Until you have to defend yourself. Until you have to protect yourself. Until you have to stand for something. Have you ever tested the limits of your speech, of your free speech, of your ability to criticize the world? of your ability to express yourself. Have you ever tested those limits? Have you seen how far you are really allowed to go? Have you pushed the boat out and recognized that you are perhaps slightly less free than you would like to be. But then freedom comes with responsibility and a lot of people can't handle the responsibility. They can't cope with it. And then they think, well, if I can't handle it, then no one can handle it, right? And then they project, they project their emotions and their feelings and their sensitivities onto other people. They, pro they project their, their fear. They project their history. So much easier in the short term, so much easier in the short term to blame other people for your own shortcomings. So much easier to say, I'm not because they are. People don't want to empower themselves because they're scared. They're scared of two things. They're scared of their own infinite limitless potential and they're scared to realize the dark side of culture the dark side of humanity the the concept that the protections placed upon us through things like religion, 
have really been erased and replaced by government. I was doing an interview yesterday and maybe this will come out, I don't know, um, because I heavily edit the interviews to keep the powers that be happy. And um, it's not self-censorship from, from my perspective of, of me, I just, I, I care about the work of others and I want to present their work in the best light possible. Anyway, um, it does sound like I'm censoring, but I'm not censoring myself. That's why I'm doing this, I'm not censoring myself, but I do respect the fact that other people have different opinions and perspectives. And I was asked a question in this interview to recommend a book And it's one of those questions or one of those answers where you just, you, you search your brain very quickly for the most obvious practical suggestion. And the most obvious practical suggestion is the Bible. But not just to read the Bible, to understand the context and the characters. And then to be able to map it over what is happening presently in the world. And then to understand that there's nothing happening today that's so unique, that something very, very similar hasn't happened in the past at some point. And then to learn from that. Too many people trapped in the now. Switching on their TV. Tuning in their radio. Picking up a newspaper. And getting their daily download. Of information and what I should think about today. You know, I heard someone talk recently about what was on TV and it was such an abstract concept to me because I haven't watched TV for me, me personally for years. I, I've seen other people watching TV. I've been in rooms when other people have been watching programs. We don't even have a TV, right? We've got a monitor, and I sometimes play some films on the monitor, but we don't have a TV because I want to have some control over my own thoughts. I want my family to have some control over their thoughts. I want my children to have some control over their lives. And if you get out of the system, if you get out of the, of the matrix, you suddenly realize how insane the construct of reality actually is. How important we're told schools were, but now they don't seem important anymore. How the theorists would tell you the aim of the education system is to dumb down society. Well, it wasn't originally, but it has caused the self-destruction of critical thinking by making us believe that there's only ever one way 
You have to be careful with that because if you say that there's only ever one answer, well, if you look at mathematics and physics and science, what you're doing is searching for that one answer. Yeah? You're searching for it. But if you're exploring opinion and literature and poetry and in art or the aesthetic nature of the world even through sports then there's not just one way there's a continually evolving series of practices it always fascinated me how little time was spent on the aesthetic nature of reality within schools. Maybe that's because if you studied aesthetics then you'd realize how corrupt the system actually is. It's the same problem when someone tells you it doesn't matter how somebody looks on the outside, it's, it's what's inside that counts. To a certain extent that is true. However, if you see a person who hasn't looked after the health of their body, then that's a sign that you have to be careful about certain things. It's also a sign that there might be more underlying problems, like a lot of people who've had problems with uh, extremes of of weight, obesity, or anorexia are, are people who were traumatized as children, very often by their own parents as well. And how crazy is that? How crazy is it that we haven't fixed our parenting issues? How crazy is it that we're still suffering as societies today with the same problems that we suffered with thousands of years ago? The quest for power. The quest for authority. The quest for influence, the quest for all the wrong things. All the wrong things. Right? All the wrong things. Ask the kids in school, what do you want to be? Well, you know what that answer is going to, going to be. And then you wonder where that came from. You wonder who has programmed biology in, in, in such a way. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Barnes, for your 20th century systems of, of propaganda that began with advertisements persuading people that the bad food was good persuading people or getting doctors to persuade people that cigarettes were healthy <laughs> right and then it comes out as has come out recently that the former editors of all the major medical journals say you can't trust the journalism in the medical journals you can't even trust the so-called peer-reviewed papers because corporations have their invisible hand in the science either directly or indirectly whether it's paying for that 
doctor to travel to that conference in that exotic location. You think that's not a bribe? Huh? You think that's not a bribe for a certain level of prescription from the doctor in the practice? It's a practice. It's the practice of the change agent. The change agent. Who, despite their studies, still at the end of the day, relies on a computer to process the information and give them a suggestion about the right course of action. And what is the right course? Who knows? Should we all go in one direction? Should we all travel in different directions? Exploding like the sparkles around a firework. Difficult choices. Nothing but difficult choices. All those things that seemed like a good idea. It seemed like a good idea to swim in the river. It seemed like a good idea to buy the motorbike. It seemed like a good idea to go free rock climbing. But what's life without the adventure, right? What is it? Is it anything? What's life without the challenge? What's life without the struggle? What's life without the adversity? What's life without the opportunity? There's a great word, opportunity, the door that can bring us all together. Hmm. Do you remember the propaganda of equal opportunities? To a certain extent, it's the holistic principle again, to a certain extent. Equality of opportunity matters, but no, no one and nothing is ever equal. <clears throat> Take a football match, for example. One team is usually better than the other team. You want everyone to play by the same rules so that the game has flow and logic and sense so that people understand what to expect. But you don't want all the players to be the same. You want the strips to be the same, but you don't want the players to be the same. You want the pitches to be as similar as possible. <laughs> Equality. It's an interesting word. Is anything equal? Are any two cars exactly the same? Are any two computers exactly the same? Are any two trees exactly the same? Are any two planets exactly the same? Are they? It's funny this this, qu this quest for standardization. We need standards. I like a certain level of standards in my life. But this quest for standardization, 
Perhaps with products it's okay, but it's not okay with people. It's not okay with people. I left my girls in the kitchen to make their own breakfast. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> right? That's their opportunity to learn something. They've done it before with help. They started by observing. Then they got involved a little bit. And then at some point in time, you've got to just take your hands off and let go and see what the result is, right? Scary, isn't it? Scary being a parent, watching your child walk along the wall, seeing your child get tackled in the sports game. Scary, right? <laughs> Very scary. But that's the struggle, isn't it? Coming to terms with the holistic natures of reality. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the madness continues. Meanwhile, the madness continues. We are being set up. Society is being set up. We're being programmed. We're being prepared. We're being readied. Everything in the media is preparation for the things to come. Everything, without exception. There is nothing so unique that it is not part of a bigger agenda or plan. The man struggling to survive in his business will justify almost anything in order to survive. The mother helping her children with her, with their homework, will do anything and everything to see their children achieve their full potential. You see it. Some will do it fairly. Some will do it unfairly. People are people. What a curious, curious race the human race is. There's only one race, the human race. Everything else is division and class war. And class war. But if you can get away from it, if you can get your own little bit of peace and space, if you can find the sun and the sunrise or the sunset, then maybe you're able to navigate away 
through the insanity, through the rush and the tumble of the days, days where we we miss more than we catch, but that's just life, right? That's just life because the human reality, human reality is so often just a sense of urgency, a rush, a rush to get things done. But for whom? For what? There's that old story about two, two people who meet on a beach. One of whom is lying under a tree. This other person walks up to them and they say, wow, wow look at this, look at this, this beach, look at this, this sea. You could you could you could you could make a fortune from the the richness of the sea here you know putting blankets down selling tourist spots getting a little boat going out fishing selling the fish and the person lying on the beach says oh why would i want to do that well so that you can have some money and buy yourself some freedom and buy yourself some, some time to enjoy life. And the person lying on the beach just looks up with a puzzled expression on their face, wondering why, why would I want to do that? There's a great quote about school, which goes something like, school is the institution that makes us believe that society has to be the way that it is. There's a lot of truth in that. I wonder what would happen if you just let people be. Oh no, but if we didn't force people to do things, if we didn't have rules and laws, you know, laws and rules are abused as much as they're well used. Right? A lot of lawyers are criminals. Isn't it in, in The Godfather where one of the characters points out that that you can steal more with the right papers in your briefcase than you can if you break a window in a building, right? Society makes you believe that the criminals are all on the streets. Now, a lot of people get um, a lot of people get caught for criminal activity, but they're only working. They're working for other people. The the wise criminal, if there is such a thing, the wise criminal will always get somebody else to do their dirty work. <laughs> always. And that applies to applies to governments and power as well. You never want the government to have too much power. And this is this is what I've seen recently. It's this quest for more rules, for more restrictions, for more laws. for more power. Hmm. And the laws are just now so confusing, but then criminality hides 
in complexity. If you, well, there's a reason why we are unable to understand a lot of what happens in the world. It's not by chance. It's not by accident. It's designed to confuse. And we all get lost from time to time. We all get lost. But we're not the first and we're not the last. We're not the first and we're not the last. A lot of things are designed to confuse. And the craziness is the more you focus on your focus, the more your mind concentrates on your mind, the greater potential exists that you will lose yourself. Hmm. So I opened up my phone this morning and we're under constant bombardment right now. Don't think this isn't a war, because it is. That's why they talk about the front lines. We must wage war on this invisible enemy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the language is clear. The language is the language of violence and aggression. And manipulation. Look at the images that are being presented. Look at the images that are being posted. Rewind through history. Look at the award ceremonies and shows. Look at the backdrops. Listen carefully to the music and the lyrics. Look at the patterns in the film the subject matter. Look at what wins. So I open up my phone and there's no escape. The government's message to me personally today is do not leave your home. Do you think Orwell is rolling in his grave somewhere? Do you think the real libertarians of history are not rolling in their grave somewhere? Do you think Churchill's not rolling in his grave? Do you think George Washington's not rolling in his grave? Do you think Martin Luther King's not rolling in his grave? Do you think the women of the real suffragette movement are not rolling in their graves at the destruction of families and family units, about the separation of children from their parents, about the fact that we have these confusing, interwoven, extended families where people have four parents, instead of two. And they're the lucky ones, because some have only one. But it's all designed, it's all designed to rewrite history. Thetimes.co.uk. Black Lives Matter. Oxford, Oxford will decolonize degrees. Oxford will decolonize degrees. This is our education system. The Times reports Oxford University has revealed plans to decolonize its maths and science degrees, because that's going to be great for maths and science, and will allow students of any subject who have been affected by the Black Lives Matter furor. What does that even mean? To seek lenient marking. Lenient marking. Where's your equal opportunities? Now, huh? What do they call that when they, they overcorrect? Um, affirmative action <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. It's all 
Orwellian. It's all ridiculous. In a letter to the student union, Louise Richardson, vice chancellor, said that the mathematical, physical, and science, and life sciences, life sciences, eh? Life sciences division had been awarded a grant, a grant, hmm, from who? To develop teaching resources that supported the diversification of its curriculums. Hmm. Describing it as an area that is frequently overlooked. Hmm. She added, many departments in social sciences have begun work on making their curriculum more inclusive and adding diverse voices to it. Yeah, how well does it work for companies when you have to have equal numbers of male and female and uh, equal groups of people from, I don't know, different communities or countries or whatever? How well does that work? It doesn't. It doesn't work at all. This includes steps such as integrating race and gender questions into topics. Integrating race and gender questions into topics about maths? What? Embedding teaching on colonialism. Because that's going to have a grand effect, isn't it? An empire. An empire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Just claim you're affected. Just claim you're affected. It'll all swing back around, though. A time will come when we regret this. A time will come when people ask questions. A time will come when people wonder, how did we ever get here? How did it ever get this far? As all around the world, we see the increasing militantness, the increasing militarization of society, the increasing aggression as the planet gets hotter and hotter. Work it out. People work it out. Antifa is a military operation. It's not unplanned. It's not disorganized. They operate with military style tactics. Their protesters arrange themselves in a very specific and unique way. They've got their orders, they've got their roles, they've got their categorizations. They've got their peaceful protester and their frontliner and their range soldier and their flag bearer and their fire image and their light madge and their cop watch and their squads and their medics. It's an army. It's an army. They've got people signing and signaling what's happening. They've got the technology scanning, the, the police. You know, people were caught trying to capture the police's data from their phones during the protests. They've got their agitators. They've got their people using provocation. They've got their people throwing stuff. They've got their people just doing weird things. Right. They'll punch you in the face as quickly as give you a flower. And the media will crop the image to present to the public exactly what they want the public to think about.
the public understand, well, it's a mistake to think that everyone is thinking. It's always a mistake to think. But every now and then we get insights into people's thoughts and ideas and mindset. Um, Glenn Greenwald tweeted about when the mind opens up and people really say what they think. The world can be a dark place. The Palmer Report. These are people of influence, right? The Palmer Report tweeted out, having a conservative as a police officer isn't much different from having a KKK member as a police officer. It's not something that a civilized society can ever, ever tolerate. So conservatives are now Ku Klux Klan members, according to the left. But then if you look at left history, if you look at democratic history, a lot of it's been buried. I mean, go back and see who funded the KKK. As I said at, at the beginning, reality has been inverted. There's been an interesting conversion of ideas and beliefs. But the Palmer report goes on to say we should rehabilitate any conservatives who are willing to try. We should pay for them to undergo therapy and retraining so that they can understand the world. But first we must get them out of positions of influence. I wonder if this person has read 1984. Maybe they thought it was an instruction manual of some kind. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe we just have a war on order. We have a war on the common person, on common law principles. We have a war designed to make us hate everyone and everything. There's a war on the police. They're getting shot. They're getting poisoned. At the same time, they're getting trained how to deal with the populace, right? How to deal with the populace. Yep, many sides. And they want people to choose a side, but then all sides are controlled. All sides are controlled. Jerome Rivera on Twitter reports about the violence continuing to spread through France. What kind of people are going to burn down their own communities? People who are not originally from those communities, right? To a large extent, people who have been brought in controlled opposition. Some of those immigrants, perhaps. Don't get me wrong, there's people who want to get into the country, realize the opportunities, work hard, study hard, and get involved in the betterment of society. Then there are those who just want to take what they can get. Don't think about tomorrow. They don't think about tomorrow. It should be a crime not to think about tomorrow. But then that would be a thought crime, right? <laughs> be careful what you fight that you do not become it. Be careful what you fight that you do not become it. Think about it. Think about it. 
everything is a result of manipulation in the media. All of the media, the magazines, the glamour, everything is a result of manipulation. TikTok users are trying to troll Trump's campaign by reserving tickets for rallies that they will never attend. Oh yeah, that'll make it look like no one supports him. <laughs> games. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. And all distractions. Distractions. It's all to get you not to watch speeches like Senator Cruz's speech on the hashtag O-B-A-M-A-G-A-T-E about using the system against the people. It was coming. It was always coming. Go view it for yourself. Go view the Senate hearings. Listen. Just just give it five or ten minutes. Listen. Listen and try to understand how we've been tricked. How we've been fooled. How we've been played by the criminal masterminds of society. What do they say? Everything is a rich man's trick. Not everything. Some people want to lift up other people, but other people want to tear down everything. Do you know what's behind the curtain? Do you know who's behind the curtain? Do you care who's behind the curtain? <laughs> Much wizardry. Much wizardry. But we have to find a way through. There's no alternative. We have to find a way through, whether it's over or round. There's lots of blocks in the way. The Eastern block, the Western block. <laughs> the housing block. Right? Education has hampered us as much as helped us. How crazy is that? It's left us incomplete. I always come back to education because that's what rips the children away from their parents at an early age. And you can argue that if you didn't do that to a certain extent, children would just be copies of their parents and they'd never get any other input and well, what about choices? What about allowing those who want to send their children to school to school? And those who don't, to not. As with everything that works well in the free market, you provide a good service, people will go back to you. Your friend told me yesterday about housing companies that are now selling houses that have hundreds of faults in them, in the electrics, in the water, in the energy, in the walls, in the doors. Hundreds of faults. How can, how can anyone justify that? What kind of upbringing must you have if you're going to sell someone a problem, basically, pretending that it's a solution? Oh, you're going to be able to live in this wonderful property. And the people buy it and they find nothing but well, what kind of mentality, what kind of upbringing, what kind of thought process? goes into, I'm going to scam these people and ruin their lives. 
Amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing we got this far. <laughs> right? Because schools have left us incomplete. Left us incomplete. Insecure. With inabilities and disabilities. <laughs> but then if life was easy, there'd be no challenge. There'd be no fun. There'd be little, if any, progress. You've got to put into your days different things. You've got to put into your day an hour of challenge, and you've got to put into your day an hour of fun, and an hour of relaxation, and an hour of community, and an hour of the new, and an hour of the old. You've got to get all the different elements lined up in your day in order, I think, to have a full life. They don't need to be in every day, but you need to have some kind of regularity there, the same way that you need irregularity as well. But we're all limited. We're all limited by ourselves. We're all limited by what we have inside. You know, there's a high probability that the single reason why most people have not achieved greatness is their own inability to realize the insecurities they have within themselves. And it's understandable sometimes. You look around and you're like, wow, it's a big world, right? It's a big planet. Sometimes we do feel small. Sometimes, sometimes we do feel small. And that's understandable. The universe is large. <laughs> and our effect on it is often not quite what we'd like it to be. Here's a quote from Herman Hesse. Patriotism subordinates the individual to something bigger. but it is not really prized as a virtue until the shooting starts. Now, patriotism begins with knowing who you are and devoting yourself to understanding that family is the core of society. Then realizing how much community matters. Well, personally, I'm against taxation for the simple reason that the tax money is collected and sent elsewhere. If it stayed here, and I don't mean adding more taxes on top of what already exists, but money created locally should stay local. Right. I don't like this redistribution of everything. I don't think it works. We think it works because we don't see we don't see what's not happening. We don't see what you don't do with the money you don't have because you've had to send it off elsewhere. Oh, but we need money to pay for all these services. Yeah, all the services that get cut eventually. All the services that increase in expense eventually. All the services that decrease in quality eventually. Right? <laughs> but it's okay because we've got experts out there who are able to sort it out and 
organize it for us, tell us which drugs to take and which drugs not to take. Businessinsider.com reports the FDA revoked the emergency OK for the anti-malaria pill hydroxychloroquine because, oh my gosh, we can't have drugs that actually work if you look at the studies. We can't have a different cure, can we? The same medical establishment who print the journals that we can't trust. The Food and Drugs Administration issued an emergency use authorization in late March. It specified that uh, hospitals with C19 patients could enroll in clinical trials of hydroxychloroquine, which has been used since the 1950s to heal and cure people. The emergency use is not full FDA approval. The bar of evidence is lower for emergency use, allowing regulators to consider both the potential known benefits and risks. FDA says the drugs are unlikely to be effective. Well, why not just let? It, why not let people who want to take it, take it? What if the experts are wrong, huh? What if it's not a great idea to build the nuclear weapons, huh? Living on the edge of mutually assured destruction. Hmm. Hurrah. Hurrah. There was a great post on Twitter by uh, Robbie Starbuck, <laughs> what a great name, <laughs> um, who posted how civil rights activists, when they actually have to go through police training, suddenly change their activism habits because they understand how dangerous the job of police actually is. You know, when it's dark and people are pointing things at you or shooting at you, it's, <laughs> you know, you've got you to make decisions in split seconds that last a lifetime, that last a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching the video, check out this scary image. Another another advertisement, another government advertisement. Coronavirus, anyone can get it, anyone can spread it, stay home, protect the NHS, save lives, people in masks and suits and it, it's like the it's like the most scariest image from a horror film that you can you can ever get, right? This is a real advert. If you go out, you can spread it and people will die. It's a real advert. Real advert. But it's okay to go out and protest, right? We're not going to arrest any of the protesters. <laughs> but you notice how the police aren't wearing masks and guards aren't wearing masks. And notice how the elite aren't wearing masks. The politicians are wearing masks because they're just puppets, right? They've got somebody's hand up there end. <laughs> wow. Flip-flop. That's what they do. Flip-flop. Yep. And when they're told to change direction, they change direction without batting an eyelid. Oh look, here's a protester handing out guns to people. Um, <laughs> That's not going to end well. Yes. How's it going in your Chazistanian zones now, huh? Now that you're getting rid of the police, who's going to protect the people? Who's going to protect the people now? We've lost history. And as a result, we've lost our way. We've lost our understandings. We're too easily led. You want to protest against something? Protest against Apple. Right? The very computers and phones that we're using to communicate with each other are very often the results of child labor, right? Of rare mineral mining and 
places like the Congo. But it's easier to get outraged by the media and the distant historical injustices, right? It's just so much easier. It's so much easier to bring on to TV and interview Black Lives Matter supporters who don't even know who Winston Churchill was and what he fought for. <laughs> they live in the society that he built. Yet they want to remove his name and his legacy. He wasn't perfect, but he was the best we had. He was the best we had. So what's happening right now is that everything that can be done to normalize abnormal behavior is being done. Everything. To create confusion so that people are easy to manipulate. A confused person is very easy to manipulate. They to manipulate. They want total control. Total and complete control of everything. They want to control the energy in your home. They want to control what you say, the language you, you, you use. They want to control where you travel to. They want to control who you talk to. They want to control what you wear and how you dress. HullDailyMail.co.uk reports shorter hairstyles will help spread COVID-19. total control. The hour-long blow-dries in the salon are no longer safe for the stylist or the client. Research suggests the COVID-19 virus is transmitted much easier through a swift airflow. Yeah, so don't talk too loudly, right? He thinks the uh, <laughs> hair dryers will be banned. He <laughs> Leaf blowers will be banned. Anything that emits anything will be banned. He thinks the, or researchers think the shorter cuts popularized by Vidal Sassoon are the solution to the stricter hygiene required. No more physical contact, people. Uh -huh. How's that going to work out for humanity and society? Um, if you work it out, the government have basically banned human relationships. You can't see anyone. That's it. Boom. And the world changed. Just like a light switch. Click. Everything went out. Tim, a famous industry trendsetter, <laughs> Tim, with the bob cut, you can wash your hair every day and not worry about it. It becomes part of your routine. It's the glamour without the fuss. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a war on people. It's a war on thought. It's a war on process. It's a war on logic. It's a war on society. It's a war on family. It's a war on human natural evolution. It's a war on you. It's a war on you. Prepare yourself accordingly. My name's G. I represent the Academy. Find more information online under Graham William Hendry. There are five Facebook pages. Check me out on Twitter, Instagram. Follow the Academy of Language Therapy and Life Coaching. Happy to announce that my personal development videos and information have now been viewed over 600,000 times, which I think is quite a success for personal development. It's not as exciting as sports or as entertaining as the latest TV show. But if it keeps us on the right road, if it's done for the right reasons, if we understand what the right reasons are, 
then it's the right thing to do. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I wish you a fantastic day. And as always, don't forget to tell the ones you love that you love them. Peace.